0: Hello and welcome to the North American Guitars Talking Guitar Podcast. I'm your host Ben and in today's session we catch up with the one and only Mr. Tom Sands. Tom and I had a great chat speaking about some beautiful instruments that just delivered to Teen Air customers including a rather special Model S in African blackwood for the back and sides and co for the top. And we also spoke about the system that Tom uses to really try to understand the tonal goals and requirements for each of his customers prior to going into build and of course, it wouldn't have been a podcast if we hadn't spoken about the beautiful relationship that Tom and Will McNichol have. We hope that you enjoy it. It was so much fun to do. Have a great day. Thanks. Hey, there we go. how are you doing? I'm mate, all, right. all right. Thank you for stopping into the Teen Ag Talking Guitar podcast, mate. I know you're super busy.
1: Oh, no, it's my, my, my pleasure. It's the- great to be here. <laughs>
0: The, but mate, your beard is looking strong. Uh, it's a shame you can't oh, see it. Well, I don't know if I would use the word strong. <laughs> <laughs> that... a hobo peak, you know. Uh, well, mate, I mean, I need a haircut.
1: You want to You want to talk to Dougie's barber? His hair is looking sharp.
0: <laughs> My little lad, I mean, he, uh, yeah. he is... Uh, Oh, you're putting daddy to shame. Yeah, <laughs> in a big way, mate, in a big way. Um, how have you been? How have you been uh, faring in the old uh, CV19 pandemic? Um,
1: I mean, it's been rough for everybody. Um, I think, you know, I'm very, very fortunate in that I can keep building guitars. The workshop is by the house. Um, it's, it's just been really weird. Um, I've been on my own because, you know, Daisy's Daisy's not been working, although she did come back this week. Um so kind of some semblance of normality is starting to resume. Um but it's just it's just kind of really surreal. Um I mean you 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 know from your own experience of being at TNA for like the last ten weeks, eleven <laughs> weeks on your own.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it 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 is so weird. It feels like the, the just the new normal, like coming in and getting on a zoom call with either Richard or Annie or whoever, it just, that is just how the day goes, you know,
1: mm.
0: um, we've just been, and I know I've, I've kind of said this in, in, um, other podcasts that we've done and I, and I'm just so loving this zoom thing. It means that we can actually, I can't believe we weren't doing this before. like just being able to see each other and having a chat and, um, but yeah, it's just been a really, like you say, really grateful that, um, I don't live far away, so I can I can come in every day. Um, and um, as uh, as long as as long as a customer wants to, you know, wants to grab an instrument, and DHL or UPS or whoever are, are there to collect it. It, it was it, when it was at the height. It was mm-hmm. really strange because I think as it kind of dawned on people how the severity of the situation. Um, the, the, the boxes kind of got further away from the front door when, the, when the, guy, the guy would come in, he'd park the van, and I'd go out and I'd sort of load the boxes outside the front door and, and then wave and, and just sort of watch from the window, make sure they were <laughs> putting in safely, you know? Um, right,
1: right at the beginning, wait, hold on. Uh, you know, I'd, be, uh, I'd, be, I'd be working away. Where's my
0: headphone? Uh, so like is What I love about about this podcast because it's because it, it's, it's a chat with uh, basically chat with friends. You end up walking away. I just did this. I did one <laughs> with, with I did one with uh, with Rai from GR Bear, and um, he was. with we Chen, He got so excited about a guitar that he was about to start that he just vanished for like five minutes into his wood stash to try and find this back and sides and this top rather. Um, Anyway, yeah,
1: sorry, sidetrack there. Yeah, no, so, so, like when, when, when it was all kicking off, you know, I'd be getting deliveries, uh, and you know, in the workshop, <laughs> I've always got one of these on, <laughs> and I've always got, the, I've always got these on. <laughs> so I feel like, yeah, just leave
0: it over there, mate. it's like. <laughs> it's like- Whoa! I'll stay back, stay back. Um, Lucy <laughs> has Matt. <laughs> yeah, um, mate. But you know, it it has been. I mean, you always. I know that you and I speak regularly anyway. Um, but mm. you know, and uh, the content you create is always flawless. I mean, you've you've made such a great point of uh, investing time and effort and, and money into the equipment that you use, and the, mm-hmm. the outcome is is sensational. Um, but there was a particular video that you did and I just want to just dive into that quickly. A particular video that you did where you were playing and you were describing the sort of nuances of the instrument. And it was one that you uh, had just delivered to a good friend of ours, James. Um, And there were certain elements of, and I'll let you describe the build in a bit more detail, but there were fears, in the build and there were obstacles, and you did this, it was just the best video you've done. You were so a hey, seriously ballsy to play, you know, on the video when you've got artists <laughs> like Wilma Nickel, and you did such an amazing job, man. And You didn't oh, That so was
1: very kind of you. I don't know if I would use the word amazing, but yeah, that that was so that was that was a project that that came through the North American guitar probably, like a couple of years ago now, um, as you say, for our friend James, who who is a touring a touring musician, he does the um, the classic rock show, which is just like a phenomenal um, classic rock tribute show. Um, really, really well done. Tours all uh, around the country, um, and then he also runs the Rumours of Fleetwood Mac, um, and uh, which again is is absolutely outstanding. So uh as a, you know as a touring musician um he wanted a guitar that he could take on the road that was gonna be you know a little bit blingy um and you know we've be, been talking for a little while oh and he's also a racing driver as well so <laughs> yeah. a racing driver and, and touring musician so you know he likes he likes fancy things um and uh, you know so we've been talking back and forth and he decided that uh a model he would really like a model S which um, is kind of for my for the small guitar that it is it's become the kind of flagship instrument um, everybody everybody seems to really be drawn to the to the model S um, no no doubt with thanks to Will who who has his own signature model S. Um, so James was well, James was interested in in a model S and he came, he only lives like 2 hours away from the workshop so he came over kind of last summer i guess Um, and we were, we were looking through the wood stash and he'd already decided that he was maybe interested in some African blackwood. Um, so, you know, got the nice African blackwood out. And then I was saying to him, you know, I've got some really great Adirondack. I've got some really great, you know, master grade uh, Swiss moon spruce. I've got this, you know, some gorgeous Italian spruce that Lars Rasmussen picked out for me. It's absolutely gorgeous. Like, I think these would go amazing with, with blackwood. And he kind of stood where I'm sat now and he just kind of looked at me and he's like, yeah, what about Koa? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, wait, what? I was like, no, what, what, I thought you wanted Blackwood. And he's like, no, no, I do, but Koa like, for the soundboard. And I looked at him and I was just like, what, really? Because, <laughs> you know, it's, you know COA, all Koa, Guitars, we're familiar with those, and you know, an all-coa guitar. Think about you know the old Martins, uh, you know that have done an all-coa, which are great instruments. But I'd never thought about pairing it with anything other than the coa back and size. And so it's like you know, let's let's just let's just take some risks. Like you know, I want a guitar that's going to look awesome. Um, and <laughs> he said to me, which is great. It's like look at the end of the day. I'm gonna be going on the road and I'm gonna be playing through PA systems and I've got a bazillion effects. So, you know, we'll put a pickup in there and, you know, <laughs> I can tweak it. If, it's, if it doesn't sound awesome, we can just, well, you know, I'll just dial it in, it'll be absolutely fine. Not what you want uh, to say to Aletheia. Not me. <laughs> I was just like, well, you know, it's kind of like, you know, he was, he was prepared to take some risks and, and wanted something different. And I love doing different things. I love experimenting. And in a way, it was really refreshing to be given that like free reign. So just be like, let's just get the best pieces of wood we can. Let's assemble this thing that nobody's ever gonna have seen before, and and just you know, hopefully it'll sound great. He's like, I love your I love your guitars. Um, I'm pretty sure that we could build with cardboard and it would still sound good. So so I was like, all right. It's a little you know a little bit nervous, obviously, but. I've established a really great relationship with a koa supplier uh, here in the UK who I've, I've talked about in, in numerous videos. Um, Joshua Johansson, he's a third generation uh, koa logger from Hawaii, you know, his father and grandfather before him just lived in the, you know, lived for koa. Um, and uh, his wife is from the UK and, and they bring koa over. Um, and it's all sustainably harvested. Um, it's all from either diseased or fallen trees so it's not they're not clear-cut cutting forests or anything like that and I've had a few sets from them now and, and not to mention being just amazing to work with they they produce koa that is unlike anybody else's koa it's so rich and vibrant in color the figure is amazing um, and it actually has a really great sound to it as well so I was straight on the phone to Elaine Uh, I said look I've got this project I need the I need the big dogs you know I need the best of the best can you sort can you sort me out and she you know didn't fail me and sent me this amazing piece of koa that just was really chimey and and just exquisite loads of really deep curl um, really vibrant orange red colour and that was it. That was yeah, there couldn't be a more perfect
0: piece for a, for a soundboard. So so um Absolutely and so it, that, it is like it is it is breathtaking how gorgeous that soundboard is. It's bonkers, yeah. It really um
1: and so you know then then the then the challenge was well okay, well how do I how do I get this to perform and to actually sound pleasing, you know? Um because of course, you know, James has said It's fine if it doesn't sound amazing. It's fine if it doesn't sound like a spruce guitar because I'll run it through a picker. But of course, I'm a luthier and I want (laughs) to make the finest guitars. Like, I don't want one of my guitars to sound like a dog. So, you know, it was, in a lot of ways, it was kind of back to the drawing board. And it was, you know, thinking about my time with Irvin and, and really going back to basics with, how you prepare a soundboard, how you brace it to get the most out of it, um, and then really just examining the koa and assessing its properties and and really listening to what that piece of wood kind of wanted to do. Um, it sounds quite like esoteric and but it, its uh it's amazing it's an amazing piece of wood. It performed uh surprisingly like spruce a um, little bit more dense, a little heavier. Um, but I think that kind of translated through into the sound of that guitar that we get, which is um, a, a much kind of warmer sounding instrument with a, it sustains for oh, days. Oh yeah, yeah, it Um Which was just, yeah, amazing. So when I strung that thing up, there was you know a certain amount of apprehension. Didn't really know what I was gonna get. Um, but yeah, it, sounded, it works. It sounds great and, uh, you know, Ultimately, James is really happy with it. And hopefully, before too long, we'll see it on the road with the classic rock show,
0: so. Well, yeah, I mean, just just jumping back, though, that, and that must be one of the nicest things about working with a client like James, because and I had this chat with Rosie, you know, that whilst you're, you know, you, you try to have freedom with spec guitars, like if we order a guitar from you and it's, you know, I will try and give you as much free reign as possible. Mm. But often with a customer it's very they're, they're very detailed on what they want you know it's it's not the, the free reign isn't necessarily given over i mean some some of course they just you just do your thing and, 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 yeah. Yeah. but with something that is that unique the whole build process has just got to be so inspiring to you because you're coming back to a little bit of the unknown having to tread back like you're saying tread back to the, the time right, the yeah. Urban yeah. and okay how do i do this how do i push this um and it just turned out so beautiful. I mean, we were gutted the fact, we know, that we spoke about this loads of times. Gutted about the fact that we weren't able to to get it here just to see it. You know, I just can't. Oh, wait. I'm sure you'll, you'll see it at some point for for sure. Yeah, it's so it, it's just so beautiful. And I I still like I said to you when you put that video up. I bet you any money you see, well, you have more requests for that. Yeah. Just because. Well, you can't.
1: The, the funny thing with that guitar as well was. Um, uh, we had this kind of like uh the, the front is a reverse of the back so um the front of the guitar we've got the cap, the koa soundboard we've got the the ebony fingerboard koa faceplate and then on the back of the guitar it's the inverse so we've got blackwood then we've got a koa neck and a blackwood head cap so you know it's it's inverted back to front which which is really cool and uh, uh again i got the the koa for the neck which is stunning yeah. really pipe-y, you know really really curly um and i had to put in a special request to elaine for that they don't usually do neck blanks uh, and i said look this product we have to ha- you have to sell me some coa for a neck blank and you know we're, we're quite good friends at this point and so she she said you know all right we'll we'll do it for you um and then she called me up after i posted that video and she's like i've got so many requests yeah. for coa <laughs> now so um, yeah, but no, it's uh, yeah, it's it's really interesting. Um, you know, the, the the balance, the the kind of contrast between people who clients who who give you the free reign, and then clients who come to you with very specific ideas in mind, because they both present different challenges, and they're both inspiring in in different ways. Yeah. Because you know, some some clients might have been as you know might have been dreaming about their their guitar from you know being a teenager and then save their money and then finally at retirement they're like right this is it i've got this this money that i've been saving up my entire working career and now i'm gonna i'm gonna commission this guitar that i've been thinking about and dreaming about and obsessing over um and so that know is 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 inspiring because it it forces you to to really get into that client 's head and, and yeah. to really try and distill exactly what it is that they want from an instrument um, and how to how to give them the sound that they 're hearing in their head and the, the sound that they 've been hearing for for you know for years um and, and that the, the challenging that is is just as inspiring it just is you know a whole whole different set of challenges and and drawing on different skill sets and that must
0: be i mean that's got to be the most satisfying thing as much as producing uh, a guitar that is you know is unknown um and has elements of risk to it delivering something that you've done to spec and then listening to the client play them for the first time or hearing feedback from them if they've yeah. shipped to them, shipped to them how, how excited they are and that you've ticked that box and you've fulfilled that tone, which is so, I mean, I just, I'm just in awe of all of the luthiers that we work with. I mean, how you can articulate uh, someone's, you know, you know, tone in their mind yeah. into an instrument It just blows my mind yeah
1: it's, it's well, and and hopefully you would you know what i really want to try and do with my instruments is is to to deliver uh, a great sounding guitar that the client loves and is kind of what they always imagined it to be but then to go a little step further and and to be able to surprise and delight and to give to to open up different avenues you know different kind of sonic landscapes that perhaps they hadn't even considered uh, and to really inspire their playing um, in different directions uh, so it's yeah it's, it's something that i've been really trying to because you know we we've, we've spoken about this before about trying to um find the language for describing sound um,
0: and trying it's so to find it's so subjective it's so difficult to and i have that with customers when they when you're trying to describe The tone of an instrument. Yeah, and I always say I hear X, Y, and Z, and this is how it feels. This how it plays, and you try and portray that in a video, but it's so subjective. You know, it's it's how do you you know? It's really when someone has it in their hands and they played it for the first time that it ticks Mm. the box or it doesn't tick the box. You know, which is why Mm. it's difficult for you to understand what they want. Which is why I'm sure they give you references of oh, I like this, this, and this. Or yeah. This is an yeah. reflection. This is what I'm missing.
1: Well, it's trying. It's trying to find that, like, the shared vocabulary, you know, so that we're both on the same page about. Okay, here's this guitar that you've you've got, and and this is the words that you would use to describe these particular um, characteristics. Uh, I would perhaps describe them in this way, but even then, it's still it's still quite uh, personal and still quite subjective and. You know it's like trying to describe color it just it just doesn't tra- it doesn't translate and so what was really useful with going back to james's bill with the the color and the blackwood was you know because i got i got so many questions from clients being like well what does, what does it sound like and and it's like well it sounds like a guitar <laughs> uh and it sounds like one of my guitars but slightly different and and then i was like trying to be like okay you know that's whimsical and and fun and everything but what Exactly, is going on with this guitar that makes it sound the way that it does in using objective language, um, you know, talking about the fundamentals of the instrument from a physical perspective. Yeah. Um, and so, in, in the video, uh, I think it's in that video, or maybe the, uh, the one before for a different client that we did, another co guitar, I, I kind of really tried to break down how to appreciate. A guitar from an objective standpoint. So, thinking about measurable variables. So, you know, the attack and the decay, the sustain, the dynamic range, the responsiveness, uh, the uh, what else? Um, tonal balance, uh, evenness. You know, all things that you can categorically say. Well. You know this, this. This guitar is either balanced or it's not. It, it, there's evenness between strings or there isn't. Um, and, and you can, you know, plot between zero and ten. You know, yeah. uh, and it's something that, like, I'm really trying to to get into, um, and and to be able to, to to give those tools to clients as well. To, a, so that we...
0: a, scient- a sci- almost like a scientific approach to it, really, rather than just going you know, using adjectives and oh, it's Exactly, it's, yeah. Well, all the fluffy words that, you know, we all use because, you know, that's how we use to describe things, but to actually course, look, yeah. at it, look at it from a, almost like a scientific. Uh, and that's that's not to say
1: to be clinical or or to be sterile. It's just to, you know, what I'm trying to do is is make sure that I'm building a guitar for a client that is as close to what they're hearing in their head as I possibly can. Yeah. um and which allows me to efficiently distill and understand exactly what it is that they want so that there's no just to kind of cut out any chance of miscommunication or misunderstanding um you know, the, the last thing you want is is uh, is to deliver a guitar and and the client said no i wanted it warm i wanted a warm <laughs> guitar this is a cold guitar
0: <laughs> i said warm damn it <laughs> No no. no, no, and you know, and as as the more and more guitars you build, and the more and more customers that you have, that you'll refine that. Yeah, that's going to be a thing you're going to refine in your process, in your language with your customers, so that yeah. when they're pinging around words like warm and you know, that mm-hmm. you'll, you'll you'll immediately know what you know. Well, I can I can hone that into this or that, and um so have you found then that. When you deliver an instrument like uh, the one that you just delivered to James, do you do you ever? I mean, obviously your your sound develops with every guitar. There's consistency, but your sound is obviously developing with every time you're you're building a new mm. instrument. Have you had the, the? Have you been able to play any of your earlier instruments to sort of hear how you how it's how it's gone or how it's developing? Uh, um, oh man. Uh, my
1: let's so let's see let's see here um i'm very lucky in that a lot of my early clients are uk based um uh a friend uh, another one of our friend mutual friends adam adam gray he he bought my first two two guitars and then subsequently ordered a, a third and um you know i gave him a great deal on those early guitars and he took them uh, to like a, a UK, like guitar meet. It was like guitar um, get together that happens every year at another client's place. And uh, he took his new guitars and, and, uh, and then subsequently everyone who was there at the party, well, not everybody, but quite a few people who were there thought, right, brilliant. You know, this new Samoji apprentice, I'll get in there quick. I'll get, I'll have one of those. <laughs> uh, and, and it was amazing for me because it really kind of kick started my career and, and things kind of snowballed from there. But it, what it meant, was that every time, every year that I go back to this guitar gathering, all my, all my early works there? You know, the first one that I went to, there was like eight of my guitars there. Wow. Which is, just, which is incredible, you know? Um, Amazing. And to, to be able to see that kind of snapshot and to see the things that are working for you, the things that aren't, um, design details that have been refined and developed. Um, even things like how I carve the neck, how I
0: shape, shape the neck heel. But that must have been awesome to have got to, to have actually, having come straight from your workshop, having done, like you're saying, neck carves and all these different things to so then going back and playing something being like, oh wow, I didn't realize that, that that's how it it's changed.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, um, I do think about this a lot because I, I i always i'm always experimenting i'm always trying different things um largely due to the fact that uh you know i am a, an avid social media user as you know i'm, I'm on instagram all day long and the luthier community is so uh, obliging and so open and sharing their ideas sharing their construction methods um, willing to share suppliers and all, all these kind of great details. Um, and so as a result of seeing all this vast body of work over the last three years, I've really, I'm always experimenting, always trying different things to improve my instruments and build upon the amazing foundation that I got from Irvin. So, you know, fundamentally I'm still building in the Samoji style. I'm, I'm still thinking about, Every little development that I do is all to, to build upon the things that I learned with Irving. You know, really, really stiff um, rim assembly, super lightly bra- braced back, very, very lightly braced and, and thickness top um, that's really moving and generating a massive monopole. Um, and so it's just this constant process of refinement and building on that that samoji foundation um, so it's it's really nice to to be able to play those early instruments um, and and then compare them with my newer ones and be able to hear that that samoji dna is still there yeah, you know there's a there's a fundamental characteristic that it is 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 still there. And I think it's that kind of similar characteristic, you know, you play one of Leo's guitars, you play one of Julian's, you know, play one of Jason's. That's some that some sound it is when you hear it, you don't forget it. And and so you know, I'm, I'm always trying to maintain that that kind of core DNA, those core principles, and then and then just kind of tweak things more from a more from a production standpoint. Um, try to streamline my production. You know, I'm
0: super lazy, so I like to make things as easy as magical. possible. <laughs> I, I, lo- I just love. I just absolutely love what you said there about it being in your DNA. And and I and you know that that I'm sure is what what Irvin would have, would have you know would want from his his apprentices to take the core principles of of his instruments and for you to you know. Develop them in your in your own as you as you grow and as you build and continue building. Um, mm. I think that's and you know what that and I think that's something that stands out for, for definitely from our, our side um, that you are you are bold enough to try new things all the time. And I think that's a really brave thing and and, um, and you can see it in your work as you were just talking about with James and it, and it pays off. I think it's easy to here's me saying I think it's easy to stay in the pocket. I mean I couldn't even put a you know, picture frame together, let alone play <laughs> the guitar. But you know, you are you know you're 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 bold enough to try new things and to um, but still keeping at the core of it the foundation that you've built your career on so far. It's amazing.
1: Yeah I th- you know it's uh, I, I really I really appreciate that. I think um, that there there are just so many incredible builders around right now um, and it's funny i was i was having a chat with michi matsuda the other day and we were talking about you know we're both Samoji apprentices and i was talking about you know his career and where he is today and and you know asking about does he feel you know the things that he had learned with Irvin does he still um uh use those kind of that way of thinking and that methodology today uh, and he, you know, very makes you the most humble guy you'll ever meet, given the, the fact that he is just a genius, inspired a generator. <laughs> yeah, <yeah, yeah>. um, <laughs> and, and you know, he, he said, he said, yeah, you know, and I'm still, I'm still learning, and I'm still trying to find my niche, and I'm still trying to find my my place in all this. And I was kind of like, what? <laughs> But it was you know i think um it, it's the, the, he makes a great point in that, uh, uh, you know the, the 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 talent that is out there right now and and the the visibility of all the amazing builders is 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 so um there's just so many great builders out there, and so right. you know it's, it, it's, I mean, it's, try, it's, try, it's trying to strike the balance between you know doing something. For the sake of being different, and, and then, but also, uh, you know, trying to stand out um, because you genuinely are pushing the envelope and, and trying to trying to do different things. So, yeah. You
0: see that most recent thing that uh, the most recent instrument that Mitchy um, put together. Well, that's what we were talking about. I mean, that yeah. just blew my mind. I mean, like, yeah, yeah just yeah, talk about pushing the envelope. I mean, it's
1: it's amazing. The, the, thing, the thing of, you know, Michi is um, that guitar is more than just an interesting project. It's more than just a recycling project. You know, for anyone who hasn't seen it, this is a, you know, Michi took a, a, a Les Paul copy, a, a broken Les Paul copy guitar, um, and he's just completely reinvented it. only the way that Michi Matsuda could and and to me that that instrument is is a is a philosophical exploration into the identity of an instrument yeah um you know I asked I said to him you know at what point is that no longer a Les Paul guitar and was it ever a Les Paul guitar to begin with because it was always a copy
0: yeah
1: and is it a Les Paul or or is it a, a Matsuda guitar because you've Deliberately left it shaped like a Les Paul. Yeah,
0: but, it yeah. But, it's,
1: and it, but it's and it's so so multi layered and so multifaceted. The way that that guy's mind works when it comes to the guitar is just it's it's mind blowing. It
0: is mind blowing. He's the guy's a genius. He really is. We had a similar, we had a similar thing because uh, <laughs> of COVID-19. We had a similar thing where we just delivered a, a new instrument to a customer of ours and um, we weren't able to see it. And it was a Matsuda. And I was like, no! It just it. it uh, straight, so to customer, straight to the customer. Straight to the customer. We were able to see God. it and photograph it. And, you know, talk about it anyway. Um, but again, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get a hands on it down the line. Um, the, th- the thing I love about Mitchie's work
1: is that, you know, whether he's building a, a harp guitar, whether he's building his, his classic kind of M1, um, whether he's building a parlor guitar or a deconstructed ukulele or a recycled art guitar, Les Paul, you, you instantly know it's a Matsuda. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, straight away, there's j- there's this... like. And that's, that's what's so inspiring about him, to me, is, is that there is this visual language that just transcends and translate, translates across everything that he does. Mm. And it's something that I'm really trying to work on, is, is to create this like holistic vision of what a Tom Sands guitar is, um, using that kind of principle that everything should speak of everything else, and, and it should just be recognizable instantly yeah um, no
0: matter what it is that you're, you're building so yeah the guy's inspiring i love that um and uh you definitely see that in your building and obviously we've been working with each other now what it, was it 2018 was our first we just started working with each other so, yeah you can yeah. see that you see that i mean i certainly see that you know you can. Just, i mean I, we we used to do this game in the old showroom when when the office was upstairs as you remember where Someone would go downstairs if it was quiet in the afternoon, and you'd have to go pick a random guitar out mm. and play it, and you have to you have to try to guess what it was. Yeah. And um, there are certain instruments, yours being one of them. That we had because we had that that beautiful L for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, yours were one of them where you could just you just knew that you could just knew the tone straight off the bat. Sand. Oh, it's a sounds magic. Let me know then, you know, like. You know, Chris and Jeremy—they've got that thing. Doesn't matter. saddle power, LH14. Maybe not the Kijo, but you know, you, yeah. you just have that tone. And I think that is that um, is—that's an incredible thing to create your own sound. Um, well, I think I think that's why the
1: the um, you know because the, the model L, my the large, the, is is my like homage to the MD. You know, it's it's essentially a, a it's built off of the Samoji blueprint, as is the Model M, you know, I've kind of tweaked the lines a little bit, but it's very much a Somaggio M chassis, essentially. Um, but the, the Model S is, is my own thing. You know, it's something that I I designed from scratch to do a very specific job. And I think that's why, um, I mean, I look at my I look at my order board, and they all say, all the names say S next to them. You know, I, I think it's it's an instrument that lots of people are drawn to because because it's its own thing and it's its own sound, and it and there's as far as I can tell, there aren't that many equivalent um, uh, you know luthier built instruments, um, and it's one of those guitars that. The design is is the, the, the design of the body shape is very is quite distinctive um, in so much as when people see it that, that it's kind of it throws them for a little bit then it's like well what is it is it a small dreadnought what is that what is that which is great because it's like I did my job I did, I did my job you know I created this instrument that that uh, people aren't don't have any preconceptions of what it should be and what it should sound like which could you know potentially colour their
0: impression before yeah they That's a very good point That's you know? a very good point yeah because as soon as you you know subconsciously you see something and you automatically know oh it's going to sound like that you
1: know and that and, and that was that was one of the main reasons that i decided to to move away from the modified dreadnought om you know double o uh, naming conventions because I, I didn't want there to be any associated preconceptions you know i wanted it to be this is my large style guitar, you know, it, or this is my medium size. Um, and so that it was just, it's kind of its own thing. There's no pre, there's no preconceptions with them.
0: So, and I think, and I think largely it works. Definitely, but, but with a very glorious hat tilt to the master, you know, so, you know, it is- Without a shadow of a doubt. It is just, yeah. it is, and, and really hard to do. That's really hard to do, to, 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 to take the foundation of something that is so iconic. Um, and to you know shape it to how you, to you, how you visualize it, um, and how you must have gone about that that must have taken a lot of time and a lot of detail to actually have sketched that out and just to sort of uh, how am I going to make this work how how's it going to stand out because you, you know you, the brand, you know the models, the tone it 's all ticking boxes of things that stand out you know when you hear that, I know that's so, so i could I, I could tell. You know if will was in the next room and he was playing your guitar i would know it was your guitar um mm. so it's all it's getting getting you know the your the brand and the, the the models and the tone to sort of all sit as one package um that's a really hard thing to do and um again you know, you've done an incredible job with it mate absolutely awesome Thank you. um so, so Obviously, you are. God, I feel like I'm just like a praising Tom Tom Sands. So. <laughs> it's <laughs> fine. It's you can tell totally I've been locked in for eleven weeks now. It's eleven weeks. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> wow. I'm just in tears when I actually see another human. Um, no, but you know, you are <laughs> another compliment. You are. You know, you're you're a great marketer. You know, people. I've, I've spoken to you about this before. The luthiers always comment on, on how great you are with uh, your social media and the video content that you do. And, and um, obviously there's a, uh, how, cause that is so a part of you as your, and your character and um, again, your brand. How, I guess, how do you, is, is it all spontaneous with your Instagram? Do you, you, are you doing something and go, is it, okay, let me rephrase that. Is it a, a moment of, oh, I've got to do an Instagram post today? Or is it, I'm working on something, you're like, oh, mate, this is really cool. I'm gonna do an Instagram post. Or is it just a part of your build process?
1: I mean, you know, I think it, it's really, um, they've become so interlinked and inter, interlaced that, it, that that's, quite, that's quite difficult to even unpack um i think you know first and foremost i couldn 't do any of it without my apprentice daisy tempest who who's you know just uh you know she 's always got a camera in her hand you know she 's very very patient with me um when when I started with with the social you know the first the first episode of the week this week that that we did <laughs> must have taken and this is a one minute video must have taken like two hours to <laughs> I, like and that's not even an exaggeration. You know, it was it was the first time that I'd ever done anything like that. Um, and trying to get comfortable when somebody stood at the other side of the room like with a camera rolling and you're there like trying to talk about your work in a way that's like authentic but informative. You know, I would throw tantrums and storm out of the workshop, and have to go and take myself on a walk around the garden and just like calm down. And it, but it's like with all of these things, you, you just keep doing it, and you keep doing it, and you practice, and it just it starts to. I mean, you you know what it's like. You've done you've done this kind of thing. You you've sat. Um, you know, I've, I've been a fly on the wall at Teenag and and seen that it takes time. It oh takes, man, time. yeah.
0: You have been. You've you've been a fly on the wall at Teenag. You've heard all yeah. the swear words. Um, <laughs> you've heard swear words you didn't even know were there.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> but it's
1: um, it's very much integral to to kind of what we do, and and you know, it's it's a way for us to interact with 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 clients and other builders and um and it's a way for us to a lot of the stuff that we do i have this kind of rule that everything that we post it should add value you know i'm not i've never ever want to um try and sell people stuff now people have been sold shit left right and center they don't need some lad from north yorkshire being like, buy my guitars, buy my guitars on and myself. And, and so I, I try to, with every every single post, I try to add some little bit of value, something that's genuinely gonna be useful, or interesting, or educational, or helpful in some way, whether that's to somebody who might be interested in buying my guitars, somebody who's interested in design and wants to see how things are made. Uh, but one of, the, one of the most important things for me is to feed back into the ecosystem that 's kind of supported me and, and inspires me and, and helps me build better guitars so you know that 's why we do the unboxing videos when new tools arrive it 's why I do you know Instagram lives to show how we do a net carving um, you know all these different things that we try to do is, is just to kind of give back to to that the community because the, the as you know the Luthier community is so supportive and so wonderful yeah. Um, so, so yeah. To, to kind of answer that question, the, the the social media side of things and the marketing, it's something that I really love doing, and it's something that
0: I've I I, I find the the, the they're in the intertwined the, now. What you're saying is, is is that they are they are one essentially. It's not like you are thinking I've got a tick list of what I have to put out today. It's just a part of your build process, which is which yeah, is yeah exactly. I
1: mean, most and, mo- and most most builders do it anyway, you know. Yeah, yeah definitely more and more sure. you're seeing now. But you know, like traditionally, you know, you you would you would take photos and document the build, and and, and they would get emailed off to clients. Um, and so what we do is is just a, it's just an extension of that. Um, you know, we make really make a point of of taking really beautiful photos and and writing the, the the copy that goes with it and creating the you know so it's just that it's just a development yes. of that and the things that the, what's really important to know is that the things that we're doing today is it, just is just an evolution it, it, we didn't instantly start with the fun boxing videos and the introducing videos and all, all that it didn't start at that you know we started with me taking two hours to do a, a one minute clip just talking about the stuff that was going on in the workshop.
0: Yeah, and now you've got riders. You only have pink
1: <laughs> <pants>. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, I'll be cool. calling Carol Baskin up. And uh, where's my <laughs> shipment of <a> Bengal tigers? <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man, we never want to go down that road. Wow. Yeah. What? A, what a TV show. Um, yeah. And, and, and yeah, I think it's um, it, it is an extension of who you are. And, and I, I mean, I was having like I was saying a chat with Rye. Um, like the tone generator videos that he's doing. You know, oh, yeah. I love those, I absolutely yeah. love those. And I was like, how do you do those? He's like, I just get some dust. I just drop it <laughs> on them and then I get this and I'm like, and yet yeah, when he's talking, his eyes just light up. And yeah, that's the one thing I loved about Touching Face With Everybody is just listening to you then and like seeing how excited you get and passionate you are. Yeah. Um, and what is a joy for us uh, is obviously our job is to, you know, Market in and, and you know, sell your instruments, the nuts and mm-hmm. bolts of, of it, but there's so much more that goes on behind the instrument, the, guy, the man but, or the girl behind the instrument. Um, and it's an amazing thing and, it, and it's nice to, I think that there should be more of this, there should be more sharing, like you were saying, which what you're doing basically, is exactly what you're exactly saying you're doing, is sharing more.
1: Well, I think, you know, ultimately people who build things, any 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 person who is involved in craft in, in any kind of way, whether you know, whether you're a guitar maker or a furniture maker or a ceramicist or a printmaker or you know whatever it might be, nobody nobody gets into the craft industry to make shitloads of money. You know, they they get into it because it's something that they need to do. It's it's a it's a there is something inside a person that just has to be expressed through the medium of wood or clay or metal and and it's it's something that we we have to do to to um to exist you know it's it's a fundamental um part of of who we are and so there's there's so much passion there you know um and and it doesn't take long, you know, it doesn't take long for that passion to start to show and, and you, you know, you'll never shut a up you know, when you start talking, of, talking about the details of, uh, you know, like today, for example, I just got a shipment of uh, redwood and, you know, Daisy and I were just looking at these pieces of redwood and, and just losing our minds, you know, just how beautiful this material is and just... Envisaging what it could become. Uh, And it's so so
0: exciting. I'd be lost without it. Oh, mate. That's uh, beautifully put. Beautifully put. Um, And uh, it wouldn't be be a... uh, I say video, but actually it wouldn't be a podcast. I'm new to this whole podcast thing. Uh, (laughs) It wouldn't be... uh, Talking with you without mentioning the one and only Will McNichol. Um, Yeah. And... uh, We've
1: got some exciting stuff
0: coming up. <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, that man is just, uh, again, you talk about community and you do whatever. I feel so lucky to have made so many great friends uh, in this industry, and he really is one of them. What an uh, amazing human he is, and just so ridiculously talented. I mean, we came up, so we, when he came, he came here a while back, and we just moved into the barns and we were chatting and we are like, you know, I'd really love to try to do something a little different. It's not just yeah. me on a sofa or somebody else or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, you know, try to work out how we can, you know, how, what the guitar does to you as a player and his eyes just went, boom, lit up. He's like, mm-hmm. oh yes, yeah. I've put some thoughts down and kind of constructed this composer series, which you talk about, awe-inspiring to, he would come in here, have a cup of tea, go next door, put his slippers on. (laughs) And then he would play, he'd just be like half an hour, honestly, no more than half an hour to 45 minutes. And he would come back, have another cup of tea and say, okay, I've written this piece. And he would have written and scored it. And then would just play it to us. And it's like, you know, how are you doing that? Um, But it was a lovely way to really express, again, not the sales thing just like express what the instrument what the mm. instrument can do yeah and um, and I know that you and him have worked so closely together um so are you allowed to tell us anything that you're working on at the moment or are you, is it all s- top secret
1: um well I'll give <laughs> I mean you know will will has very quickly become one of one of my best best friends um you know we've spent a huge amount of time together and and um you know we've we've been we've traveled traveled the world together at this point (laughs) you know going to guitar shows on on deliveries and, and house concerts and all this kind of thing and you know i i genuinely think that will has impacted my guitar building in as much as Irvin did wow wow yeah um and you know let's to be completely clear you know irvin without irvin i, I wouldn't be sat here and um without irvin i wouldn't have a, i'd still be building guitars with you know backs that should be fronts and fronts that should be backs and you know he, he, that man is a legend and, and kind of gave me my career and gave me my start and you know massive respect for, for urban um but again you know talking about building upon a solid foundation you know we've we've talked about this before i'm sure but you know will has has highlighted to me elements of the guitar that i just would never have even considered had it not been for someone like him who who has dedicated his life to, to mastering the in- instruments to, to a world's class standard you know he's one of the finest guitars and composers in, in the world right now uh, guitarists. um and and so you know working so closely with him and, and having him play all of my instruments has just created this amazing like symbiotic relationship um and, and he's just he's just fundamentally developed my skill as a as a as a guitar maker um so earlier last well we started i first got in touch with will in 2017 and he demoed my first batch of instruments um towards the end of 2017 and and instantly uh, bearing in mind that i discovered him through um, a client's recommendation and then subsequently saw some videos of his on instagram like little snippets bearing in mind that that was our first that was how I first heard about him. He subsequently came and demoed some of my guitars. At that first meeting, that first time I heard Will play one of my instruments, I just, I was like, I've got to build a guitar for you. Like that's just got, that's just something that needs to happen. We just, you know, instantly clicked. Um, and so I built his guitar Jupiter for him, which is the, the Model S with the Redwood face. Um, so that, he took delivery of that last, last March, last February, last March. yeah. Um, and it's just kind of blown my mind with what he's done with that instrument.
0: And... Uh, that's, a whole other, that's a whole other conversation, how that must feel. And that is a whole other conversation.
1: Well, the fact that, you know, he's, he, again, you know, he, he is, he's very, he's a very rare breed in that he is, he is taking fingerstyle guitar playing all over the world. You know, he's, he's a touring fingerstyle guitar Player and there just aren't that many of of them, um, and and so it's just you know incredible to see him in China and playing to auditoriums, uh, you know, playing one of my guitars. It's just it, it boggles the mind. Um, and you know, Will, Will and I talk most days. You know, we're we're really good friends, and we're always he he's similar to me in that he he he's always got a new idea on the go. He's, we're always like, you know, bouncing off each other. And talking about different things and talking about composition and and just everything to do with the guitar and and so um we're gonna i'm gonna do a, a new guitar for him next year nice um it's gonna be a new model and as Ooh. a little as a little tidbit um his guitar as a kind of maybe a suggestion of what this guitar might be bearing in mind that his uh, his current guitar is called jupiter his next guitar is going to be called and i think i've got this right it's going to be called Callisto. Okay. so if you if you know anything about uh, uh astronomy
0: i'm googling uh,
1: a minute as soon as it yeah. says that i'm <laughs> googling, googling it <laughs> it might give you it might give you a, a hint as to what this guitar is is going to be um so yeah that's that's going to be happening next year so i'm very we're both very very excited about that um and again new new challenges new ideas new words um yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be
0: fun mate that is awesome i'm very very excited to hear about that <laughs> um and so just to, before we we sort of um finish up and i've really enjoyed this can i just say i have really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I know we i know we talk on the phone but it's it's, it's good to see your face mate yeah <laughs> you're too <man. laughs> um but the, you know, I know that we are cooking up uh, potential uh, new build, um for teenage, and uh, we we haven't quite narrowed it down. But it's either going to be ah, he's holding some wood in his hands, right? <laughs> it's either going to be something in Punabuco or something in the tree. We want to do something yeah. really special, don't we? Yeah,
1: I'm 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 excited. Um, but I I pulled this. Um, this piece of wood out. This is, um, I think, this is probably the most special top wood that I've currently got in my stash. I've only got this one, one piece, um, and this is, uh, it's called Smokey's Red Spruce. Um, and uh, Daisy actually did a, an explainer video about it uh, recently. This is, this piece of spruce is about 500 years old. Um, the, it's it's what a lot of the pre-war mines were were made from, um, and what is incredible about this piece of wood is if you look at some modern Adirondack spruce. This is a this is a piece of my master grade. You probably can't see that. Today. No, I this can. Is, no, yeah, you can. Yeah. This is your kind of typical modern master grade Adirondack spruce. Yeah. Um, beautiful piece of wood. Very straight grain. And it's got that very typical Adirondack kind of wide spaced growth rings with the with the pinkish, the hard pink growth lines, growth rings going through it. And you're probably looking at, let me let me just get a ruler. I'm in my own workshop, and I can't find a ruler. There we go. All right, so if we look at, we're maybe looking at, I don't know. Like ten to twelve growth rings per inch, maybe fourteen. Okay, let's say fourteen. This is sixty-five. <laughs> oh wow! Per inch, right? The 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 grain the for red spruce the growth rings the grain pattern on this is so tight that you can barely distinguish the the, the growth rings, and it's so like. I mean, this has got a little crack in it, but it's just
0: so—it's amazing, and it's this beautiful, beautiful color.
1: So, so what
0: would that do? So, so what? What is you know what? What is, what is that going to do tonally for? Going to make
1: the best guitar in the entire world. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. So, I—that's the thing. I, I you know, I'm really. I've got to, I've got to kind of uh, thank James uh, for this, but. That African Blackwood and koa guitar just totally got my mind racing. And I just thought, the next guitar that we're fortunate enough to get with you, I want it to be so unique. And, yeah. a, and the, just a true one-off. I really, mm. really want to build something totally. Well, that's, that's, that's why I the, brought this,
1: this piece of wood out. Um, it's, it's just so stunning. Uh, and it's just got so much to say for itself. Um, with an amazing backstory as well, um, that I'd be so keen to use this. It's just, it's just incredible that, that, you know, this piece of wood and this piece of wood are the same species. Um, (laughs) and just, they just couldn't be more different. It's, it's incredible. So, yeah, just a suggestion. I'm just going to throw that out there. I just,
0: yeah, inspiring stuff, mate. It really is. Well, um, we... Can't wait to put this out and uh, thanks for sticking with me whilst DHL turned up to take some guitars off. Right. I did manage to turn the phones off, so that, that has worked, so that was good. good um, and is it, and then just before we, we wrap up, is there anything um, uh, like immediate that you're working on or anything that um, you and Daisy are, are cooking up?
1: Let's see. Is there anything that I would love a
0: behind the scenes of the week this week? I think that the world would love to do to see a behind the scenes being behind the week this week. Okay. What did you just do? Have a tantrum? You know, throw your toys out the pram and then stomp around. Like a bloopers.
1: So, (laughs) (laughs) Daisy did put together a a bloopers reel of the week this week. with me just saying the word will mcnichol so it's like a super mega mix of me saying will mcnichol in all of the episodes of uh the week this week for the last like one year it's yeah it's uh, that's gonna, a treat we're gonna i'm gonna find that and I'm gonna <laughs> put
0: that underneath this
1: <laughs> i don't actually know if she ever released it but it's funny I'll, I'll i'll put that out at some
0: point mate it's such a pleasure to talk to you and uh just thanks for working with us we just truly appreciate it. you are absolute genius and um yeah keep doing all of the please keep with all of the great artist videos that you do because love absolutely love those um and uh looking forward to hearing about this new model that you've got coming out oh yeah that i am super excited about
1: it should be fun i'm excited all right dude
0: thank you so much you're so welcome take care send my best to daisy and uh, when, once we're out of lockdown, we'll have to go have a beer. Oh, God, whenever that will be. I know. <laughs>
1: um, I'm, just, I'm just so grateful that I can keep building guitars. You know, a lot of people are struggling right now. And, and uh, you know, I get to do what I love every day, even in this situation. And, and I'm incredible, incredibly fortunate. I'm grateful for that so yeah to everybody who keeps supporting my work and and um you know thank you so
0: nice right, mate. take care all the best all right, take care bye, bye.